0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Odds On podcast, your home of football and sports betting. My name's Dan Tracy and for the next 45 minutes I'm joined by two top guests as we dissect all the numbers, look for the value and find those long shots before this weekend's football action. As I say, it's not just me on the show today, so before we start waxing lyrical about wagers, let's get the introductions out of the way. First up, I'm joined by Jamie Brown. Jamie, you've got the captain's armband this week. How have you been this past seven
1: days? Yeah, very good. Thank you, Dan. Um, hopefully, I can do a better job than our club, Captain Hugo Lloris. Obviously, not been very good recently. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, look, obviously, Spurs kind of getting back to winning ways. I've been on this show. You've, you've asked me how I am and obviously been always disappointed coming on here after a poor Spurs result. But look, we got the business done on the weekend. We beat Crystal Palace. Um, and look, we're now trying to push for to finishing that Europa League spots. Um Obviously, the Brighton result was, was a real shock and, and that really helps us um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting kind of finish to the season for Spurs. Trying to secure that, that Europa League spot, as I said, but uh, also lots of exciting Premier League action. So, uh, looking forward to talking about it.
0: Top man. And also, last but certainly not least, is Sam Tizzle. A bit of squad rotation means our super sub is on board for some betting chat. Sam, how have things been since we last spoke? I'm
2: doing very well. Cheers, mate. Obviously, we've reached squeaky bum time of the season now. I was really, really confident about Newcastle's top four, home hope, When I look at these last four fixtures, it's going to be so tight. Liverpool have obviously really found their form uh, coming into the running. And obviously Manchester United have actually got four very favourable games. Uh, We've got to get six points out of our last four games. Fingers crossed we can do it. But yeah, I'm more nervous than I have been for a long time, to be honest.
0: Well, you're amongst friends. We're going to chat about Newcastle and a lot more in the next 45 minutes or so. So that's all the intros out of the way. So let's get down to business. And of course, before we start... Wherever you bet, check first with freebets.com, your best place for offers, tips, and insights. And from a social media point of view, if you're placing any bets this weekend, let us know via the Odds On podcast hashtag, and who knows, we may be discussing your winners on next week's show. OK, where should we start first? Well, after the most manic of Mondays, we probably need to look at the relegation battle, and the four teams are aiming to avoid two relegation spots. First up, we go to Ellen Road as Leeds are host of Newcastle on Saturday. Jamie, can Big Sam pounce on a Newcastle side? The loss at the weekend, odds a
1: 15-4. Yeah, look, first I was really kind of surprised to see Newcastle go and, and lose that game. Obviously, they had been on this this really good run as well. Um, I, th- I felt for Arsenal perspective as well. You know, they'd come into this one, obviously, they did get that win against Chelsea. But before that, they had looked really shaky. And I felt going to St, uh, St James's Park, they would go there. The atmosphere would be, you know, really behind the team. But yeah, obviously Arsenal. Credit to them; they obviously got the win. Um, but I was just surprised to see a Newcastle defeat here. Um, what that does mean is, I think Newcastle can't afford too many more slip-ups now. And I think that this one, you know, they'll be going to this game absolutely desperate to win. I think you know Liverpool are now on the kind of on their coattails, obviously. They do have this game in hand, but uh, they can't really afford too many slip-ups. So, I think they're going to be going all guns out here. Um, I think it's going to be bad news for Leeds. I do think that Newcastle will come up top here. Um, so, yeah, I just think that this is going to be a, a tricky afternoon for Big Sam and his players. We have seen, obviously, some really good Newcastle performances recently. Obviously, scoring four at Everton, scoring six against um, Tottenham as well. So, yeah, some really impressive Newcastle performances recently. And uh, I think we'll see another on the weekend.
0: So, Big Sam takes the Leeds team at Ellen Road for the first time. And Sam, it's your beloved Newcastle who's standing their way. So, if you're looking at the game from an any-time goal scorer point of view, which bet takes your fancy before Saturday? So, I'm looking at it here. I'm, I'm really unsure how it's going to turn out with
2: Newcastle here. Obviously, Big Sam, we know what he's like when he comes into these clubs. He seems to get an, an instant reaction. Uh, there's obviously a good spell for them against City last week. Uh, and City were on the rocks at certain points. Uh, the one I'll be looking at is Rodrigo scored... Obviously, against City last week, he's got 12 goals this season uh, for the Mighty Whites. So, I think there's a good chance he could be on the score sheet. He's 21 to 10. He looks to be the one that seems to be up for this battle. Uh, when I watch the games, he's the one that's getting the crowd g'd up. Uh, he's fighting for every ball. So, for me, I think there's either going to be a consolation goal for him there or maybe a goal that gets them a
0: point. OK, then, next up, we'll go to Stamford Bridge as Chelsea play host in Nottingham Forest. The Blues are safe from relegation. Some will say, unfortunately... Forest arguably need just one more win to be in the same status. So, Jamie, would you be tempted in backing Steve Cooper's men was to 5-1 to earn it?
1: Yeah, look, obviously, Chelsea returning to winning ways on the weekend. That was a bit of a surprise for all of us. I think we were all last week kind of looking at Bournemouth getting the win there. But look, Chelsea, they produced an impressive performance in that second half to go and win. Um, and I think they'll do the same here against Nottingham Forest. Um, I remember saying earlier in the season that I felt that Nottingham Forest's home form And obviously, being at the city ground and the atmosphere that can be created there was going to be what's kept them up. And um, at the moment, that looks like what that's going to be the case because um, their away form has been really shocking this season. It's just one win from 17. Um, They've lost each of their last seven away games as well. So, they're on a really poor run. And uh, I think it'd be another defeat here. As I said, obviously, Chelsea looked much better against Bournemouth, especially in that second half, obviously, scoring twice in that second half. So, yes, I, th- I think Chelsea will get the job done here and another three points for Frank Lampard.
0: Okay then, Sam. Even after Chelsea won last weekend, I don't think many people are racing to back them this weekend. Jamie sort of says rightly that Forrest are bad on the road. So, Chelsea will probably win, but you're probably keeping your money in your pocket at the same time. So, let's look at the goal market instead. When we're looking at over or under 2.5, it's both 10 to 11 either side. So, what f- side of the fence are you going to be sitting on before Saturday?
2: So, I'm going to be going with over two and a half match goals. I probably wouldn't have been saying this a couple of months back with the way Chelsea was sort of their games were panning out. But looking at it, five of Forest's last six away games have produced at least three goals. Uh, Forest have scored in, uh, scored in four of the last five away games as well. So, they're capable of nicking a goal here. And I think they're going to look to attack Chelsea knowing that a win could edge them towards safety.
0: Now, another team which is breathing slightly easier is Everton, but they have no time to rest on their laurels after that sensational 5-1 win over Brighton on Monday. Next up for them is Man City. So, Jamie, can you see the Toffees getting anything from this or do you have a better bet up your sleeve?
1: Yeah, look, I think this is going to be an awkward one for City. Obviously, it's sandwiched in between these these two Champions League semi-final ties, so that kind of definitely adds an element where Everton could take advantage of a City side that will almost certainly rotate here. Um, and then, of course, as you mentioned, Everton getting that big 5-1 win on Monday. Um, they'll certainly be buoyed by that. Um, so, as I say, just given the circumstances, I think this is going to be a really tricky one for Man City. But it's still Manchester City. You can you know exactly what happens when they're going to rotate. They're still going to be very strong. Um, so, I think it's going to be an awkward one and, and maybe one they just come out on top. Um, I, I think this would be one where maybe they win one or two nil. Uh, so I'm going to go for a Man City win and under 2.5 goals at 11 to 4.
0: Yeah, I mean, another angle you could go for is Man City to win and both teams to score because as good as Man City have been in attack, they do have a penchant for conceding this season, don't they? I think I mean the West Ham win recently has been a clean sheet in their winning streak. So Everton obviously going to be buoyed by that 5-1 win. I don't think they're going to be matching City st- stroke for choke on Saturday, but It gives them a little bit more belief and it's that free hit and it's a team which is in a relegation zone. So there's a a lot of factors that aren't going to make it easy for City and the Champions League semi-final as well, Jamie. So you're kind of thinking on its own, what, one to three for an away win? That's not a bet you want to be placing. So you're going to need to find some sort of value. So I think with the goals or with both teams to score is probably the best way to go. But Sam, if you're looking at the relegation market in itself, that being the outright market, are you putting Everton in your bottom three? They're up to nine to four to go down now after that win on the South Coast. Is that a better temperature at all? The thing is, I'm looking at this, and
2: I, I look at the bottom three that's already there now. I mean, Southampton are down. I'm, I think Leicester nailed on to go down as well. They're looking very vulnerable. They're letting in too many goals, and it just doesn't seem to be going their way. Um, and then I'm also looking at Leeds, unfortunately. Uh, 50% of my friendship group are Leeds fans. Obviously, I'm from the area. And um, If they get, I mean, this could all change, obviously. If they get a result against Newcastle this weekend, and it's all back on, the table for them, but I just worried that Leeds and Leicester are too far gone at this moment in time now.
0: Well let's go to Leicester next because Monday sees them play host to Liverpool. The Foxes were shell shocked at Craven Cottage at the start of this week and they faced the side men who've won each of the last six in the league. So Jamie, is this one as simple as backing the away mm. win odds of four to seven, or is there another sting in the tail?
1: Yeah, look, I think with this one, Liverpool, you've got to give them big credit for kind of the, the run they've put together recently. Um, it's eight undefeated. They've won each of their last six Premier League matches. So, I said, a really strong run there. Um, I think they'll kind of go a bit crazy here, a bit like Fulham and, and score a number of goals here. Um, I like the look of a Liverpool win and over 3.5 goals, 11 to 4. Um, as I said, you know, the Reds, they're going to be doing everything they can to kind of capitalise on maybe any slip-ups and in particular Manchester United, possibly Newcastle as well. Um, but as I said, they've been on this really strong run and I think they'll make it another win on, on the weekend and, uh, and, and I think they'll do it pretty emphatically. Um, so, yeah, over 3.5 goals and a Liverpool win at 11-4. to 4.
0: OK, then, if Liverpool do rack up a win, a big win will help them even more in terms of the race for top four because when you consider that 7-0 win over Manchester United, that goal difference is almost like an extra point in itself. So, Sam, you said at the top of the show you're worried in terms of the top four from a Newcastle point of view. You look at Liverpool, they've shortened to about nine to four, in some places even two to one. Last week when we had this discussion, it was five to one. So there's a lot of confidence in the, the Reds getting to top four. But is it the Red Devils that are going to slip out because they've started against both Brighton and West Ham? You say they've got easier fixtures, they've still got to win them. So what's your take on the top four? Yes, obviously I mentioned it earlier in the pod that I hadn't really been too worried about
2: the tune um, for a couple of months. But... Just, it's just Liverpool. Uh, they've really come into their own in, in the last few games. Uh, and I, Yeah, like I said, see, I looked at them United fixtures and I thought, you know what, they're, they're four very winnable games. I mean, to be fair, you could say that ours are winnable games for the way that Newcastle played this season, but I think it's 50-50 between who finishes higher out of, um, out of Manchester United and Newcastle. And I also kind of think it could be 50-50 potentially who finishes higher between United and Liverpool. i say it'd probably be... I don't know. It's a, it's a difficult one, is this one. I, I've got, to, I've got to side with Newcastle. I've got to remain confident. It's as simple as us getting six points out of our next two games, and we've done it realistically. Uh, we've got Brighton. We've got Chelsea. We've got Leeds. Um, I think Leeds, one, is definitely very winnable for us. Uh, and I think Brighton, to be honest, could be a winnable game for us. Um, I think it's a home game, that one. So, I think that's a winnable game. And Chelsea, would have to say, is winnable as well. So, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go with Newcastle to get over the line. And I'd go with Liverpool just to miss out by maybe a point or two.
0: I think Craig made a great point last week, actually. When we discussed Liverpool in the top four, he said at that point, five to one, that's when you want to place the bet. Because now you're looking at it and you're thinking, yes, they're closer to the top four, but the value's probably gone, has not it? You know, two to one, sort of thinking, well, is it really worth worth the punt, so to say? So, you know, I think it all depends on this weekend's results. If Liverpool win again and United slip up again, that balance tilts even further to Anfield. But... You know, you just get a feeling United or both United are going to limp over the line and Liverpool will just miss out. But you mentioned Brighton. They're up next because they are part of our bet builder. It's Arsenal versus Brighton on Sunday. It's a massive run in terms of the race for the title in European places once again. The, f- the big fixtures are coming thick and fast. And Sam, that means a like an any-time goal scorer from you, please.
2: Yeah, so for me, I'll be looking at Martin Odegaard. He's got five goals in his last uh, five games for the Gunners. He's got 15 goals this season, so he's our top scorer. He's the one that for me is keeping Arsenal in this title race. He's the one man when I watch Arsenal play that really has the fight in him. He's the one that's sort of grabbing the game by the horns. He saw it against Newcastle last week when Newcastle, so much pressure on Arsenal. And if they got the goal, that game could have run away with Newcastle, I think, with the way that the crowd were really up for it as well. But yeah, he fried at St James Park last week. Uh, ground which can swallow you up when it's, when it's going against you and Newcastle on their A game. But yeah. He wanted the ball. He was the one that was really brave with it. And he nearly had another goal in that game as well. So, I like the odds of 21 to 10 for Odegaard to score. Top
0: shot there. So, there's one goal, Jamie. What's the over-under from you, please?
1: Yeah, this is a really tricky one because the Arsenal, big credit to them. Obviously, went to James's park and got that 2-0 win. Um, so, kind of really professional job they did there. Um, against Chelsea, look, obviously, they did let that goal slip and, and gave Madawake a goal. And uh, obviously, that tipped over 2.5 goals. So, it's difficult to know which direction to go in with this one. Um, I've decided I'm probably going to go with over 2.5 goals. Um, the majority of Arsenal's last, I think it's last 15 matches or so, have all ended in over 2.5. Um, and I think this one's going to be an exciting game. I think Brighton are definitely going to want to respond, um, obviously, to that 5-1 defeat to Everton. And that's going to see them really go for it. Of course, they do need a win here with, you know, if they're hoping to get that Europa League spot as well. So, they'll be pushing for something. Arsenal, of course, uh, they have to win this one. So uh, I think we're both teams really going for it, I'm going to go for over, over 2.5 goals here.
0: OK, then I'm going to go to the card market and the total number on Sunday. Both Arsenal and Brighton have been at the lower end of the discipline spectrum this season, both averaging less than two yellows per game, and I can't really see them kicking lumps out of each other on Sunday. Therefore, I'm going to plump for no more than five cards at the Emirates as free-flowing football is the overall winner. Okay, then let's just recap our three picks. So Sam's gone for Martin Odegaard score any time. Jamie's gone for over 2.5 goals. I've gone for under five total cards. That's odds of 11 to 2. So £10 on the betting slip, £65 in your back pocket if it gets over the line. hope it gets over the line for you. I hope it gets over the line for us. But let's have a quick chat about the game itself now. Jamie, Arsenal are certainly not giving up without a fight in terms of the title race. All they can do is keep winning. But are they eventually going to run out of games to hunt down Man City?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be too little, too late, unfortunately, for Arsenal. Um, I think the crucial stat here for me is Man City. They need just eight points in the last four matches, um, which for a side like Manchester City, it, you can say it's just eight points that they need. Um, I think for, as well, that would mean that you know uh, that uh, Arsenal would need to win each of their three remaining games as well. So it's going to be very tricky for, for Arsenal to catch them now. Uh, City, they face Everton, Brighton, Brentford and Chelsea. And you can see them getting eight points and no sort of fixtures. Um, obviously, the, the only kind of thing is, is how the, the Champions League and their, their involvement in that does affect them. But uh, I, I think this is a city side that is, able, is capable of managing having these many games. So uh, I think they will just get to the line. As I said, they need those eight points in four games and uh, I think they'll do it.
0: Well, Sam, how do you think Brighton will react to that thrashing they suffered just 48 hours ago before recording? So is this a team that still has something in the tank? Or do you reckon they're going to simply limp to a top seven finish or perhaps even worse? So, yeah, I think after last week, there's an acceptance of top
2: seven football. Uh, unfortunately, I think they've looked a bit deflated in recent weeks, I think especially since that Cup defeat. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately for me, I think it's going to be a case of
0: just top seven for Brighton. I think they're going to limp there. So, yeah, that's, that's what I'd be going with. OK, then Jamie, if you're looking at Sunday's clash from a half-time, full-time point of view, how do you see mm. this one panning out?
1: Yeah, well, look. obviously, big credit to Arsenal. having won their last two, you know, two big wins as well. Yes, obviously, Chelsea had been struggling, but it's still a London derby. They won that, as I keep saying, you know, the really impressive win against Newcastle on the weekend as well. Um, and uh, Brighton side, who, you know what, I, I agree with Sam, they have looked kind of very deflated over recent weeks. And, um, you know, that was a really kind of shocking uh, result, obviously losing 5-1 to Everton. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this will be a case of where Arsenal will, will do a really professional job. I think they will control the game. Um, and I'm going to go for slightly boring Arsenal half-time, um, Arsenal full-time at 7-4. to four. Now, Sam,
0: you can also get Arsenal to score in both halves at odds of 11-8. Is this something that takes your fancy at the Emirates?
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, Jamie's just touched upon it there about the half-time, full-time with Arsenal. It's been a winning bet of four of Arsenal's last six home games in the league. They've also scored 21 goals in the last six games. The Emirates. So, I definitely wouldn't be turning down this bet. And on top of that, Brighton have conceded in the first half and second half in three of the last five away games uh, against Forest
0: Leeds and Tottenham. So, for me, I think that's a solid bet. Yeah, me too. Great insight there. But now it's time for our long shot echo. We go anywhere in the world on the hunt for odds between 2-1 to one and 5-1. to one. So, Sam, you're up first this week. What have you got for me? So, I've got a feeling about West Ham this weekend. Uh,
2: they've only won two of their away games in the league this season. But they've actually come in the last month as well. Uh, And they also beat Brentford at the GTEC and the FA Cup as well in January. So, I think they might fancy it this weekend. They seem to have really got up for this fight. And I think Brentford's season's done, isn't it? Um, They're not getting Europe. And West Ham still need to try and keep that winning mentality up. They've obviously got uh, the Conference League. So, they want to be in good form for that. And also, they're still out of the woods yet in terms of relegation battles. And a win here. Could actually get them over the line so i think for me it's definitely an important one this for west Ham. And i think there might just be enough
0: there for them to get over the line okay and jamie you next what have you got up your sleeve
1: mm. yeah i'm going to stick with the half-time full-time market for my one and i'm going to look to saturday's clash at st mary's between southampton and Fulham, um, of course, Fulham, they bounce back on, on Monday with a big 5-3 win over Leicester. Um, and I think they'll make it another win here. I think it's going to be a controlling win where they're going to win. At, um, they're going to be leading at half-time and full-time and you can get that at 10-3. Um, they face the Southampton side who look pretty much down now. Um, they win this in 10 the, and they've lost six of the last seven as well. So Southampton side, as I said, are really struggling at the moment. And uh, I think Fulham will, will control this one and win both halves. 10-3. to 3.
0: Fantastic. I'm going to stay in the Premier League and I'm going to go to Ellen Road as Leeds to host for host of Newcastle. And as we all know, I love a bit of new manager bounce. Now, admittedly, Big Sam's first game in charge of Leeds was at Man City last weekend, but that was nothing more than a free hit. Now, though, things get really serious for Leeds. And with the Premier League always ready to throw up another plot twist, I reckon the season generates another one on Saturday. Now, logically, Leeds have no right to beat Newcastle, but if they are to stay up, they simply have to. A new manager always adds more value before kick-off in my opinion and therefore I'm backing the shock home win odds of 7-2. to two. And of course check out freebets.com for all the latest offers and enhanced odds from all the leading bookmakers. Right let's focus on some more Premier League topics now and first up we're going to look at the matches that have European interest. Aston Villa play host to Tottenham and Jamie with Villa having lost each of the last two outings is Spurs to win an odds of 2-1 to one, a tempting enough price for you?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think this is going to be a really interesting match. Actually, I'm really looking forward to this one. I've, I've been really impressed by the job that Ryan Mason is doing um, since he's coming as interim. Obviously, he had the job previous under Mourinho. Did well there, as uh, did that well too. Um, so, yeah, I think this is going to be an interesting one. Um, for me, I think it's going to be a case of I think this one will end as a draw. Um, I, as I said, I've just been impressed by the way that Mason Mason's kind of set up Spurs, obviously looking to be more attacking. I think that suited the squad a lot more. Um, I think he's been unfortunate in games against, obviously, Man United. I think it's a game maybe we should have come out on top on. Obviously, Liverpool could have got a draw there as well. Um, and, yeah, and, of course, we did beat Palace on the weekend. So, um, I've been impressed, as I said, been impressed by Ryan Mason, but this is going to be a really tough one. It's, it's a Villa side who have won um, each of the last four home games. Um, so, at home, they have been really strong under, under Unai Emery. Um, and I think this will be a case of where both sides kind of cancel each other out. Um, and I like the look of the draw um, at 11-4. to
0: well, this is it, Sam, because you could be of the persuasion that Villa will end their dipping form and at least get something from this game. Would you be interested in Unai Emery's men in the double chance market, odds of 4-11, to 11, or are you bold enough to back the home win, odds of 6-5? to five? So, giving Villa a
2: 50% chance of winning this one, that suggests that there's actually a little bit of value there at 6-5 to five to get the win. Um, I, yeah, so I see it as a 50% chance there. Uh, I probably wouldn't be backing 4-11 for the double chance, just because I give Spurs enough of the chance of maybe getting this one. As a single, I probably wouldn't take it on in that market. But Villa have won uh, the last five home games, I think it was now. Uh, they've also lost the last two matches, though. So Spurs about as unpredictable as it comes. But I think if I was going to go with it, I'd have to go with something that was a little bit higher. And, yeah, Villa would at six to 5 and
0: probably well lean towards... Okay, then next up, let's go to Old Trafford as Manchester United play host the Wolves. Now, Jamie, it's back-to-back defeats for Eric Ten Hag's men as well. So, you can currently get 3-1 to on a home win and under 2.5 goals. Is that a decent bit of value at the mm. Theatre of Dreams?
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, look, there's two teams that have been struggling for goals this season, and especially recently. Uh, Man United, they've scored just three times in the last six matches in all competitions. Um, so it's been a difficult run for them. Um, and then they faced kind of the lowest scorers in the division as well, a team that have only scored 30 times um, in total, Wolves, um, and, that, and a team of, that, you know, they've, they've suffered a number of defeats on their travels this season. I think it's 10 um, uh, in total, so you know, Wolves definitely a different side away from home. Obviously at home, they have been really impressive. I think they've got some really strong results there. But as I said, away they have been very much a different side. So I really think United will come out on top here and get much needed win. Obviously, as I said, with with um, you know the top four race now starting to heat up again, uh, they do need to win here. But as I said, I think it's going to be a low scoring one. So I, I do really like the look of under two point five goals and the United win at three to one. I think that's a really good bet.
0: Okay then, Sam, let's expand on that in a little bit more detail then. You can also get under 2.5 goals and both teams not scoring. So this is priced at 7-4, to four, a little bit less, but it does give you the 0-0, gives you the 1-0 home win and the 2-0 home win. Of course, you could look at it from my Wolves perspective as well, but let's focus on United and assume that's going to go that way. Is that a bet that you like the sound of? Do you know what? At first glance, I actually thought that was good value, uh,
2: but I'm actually going to go controversially. I'm going to go different. So... Man United have kept clean sheets in the last five games at Old Trafford, and four of them have been under two and a half goals. But this is where it gets interesting now. You usually associate Wolves with the pragmatic style. Obviously, Jamie just mentioned it there that they are the lowest scoring team in the league. But now the worry for me is in this market, uh, there's only been been a winner in this market in Wolves' last 13 away games in the league. So there's actually been either both teams to score or over two and a half goals in 12 of Wolves' last 13 away games in the league. So for me... I'm actually going to go against it,
0: which surprised me as well. That's fair enough. You know, the data doesn't lie at times. I think if you've done the research there, then that's absolutely fine. I mean, for me, from a surface bet, I'm looking at that and thinking, yeah, fantastic. But I didn't know that insight. So then I'm looking at it and thinking, actually, you know, do you know what? I'm probably going to steer clear. Because you're looking at United and thinking, they're not getting a lot of goals at the moment. I mean, they're not winning in the last week or so. But when they are winning, it's very narrow margin. So you're kind of logically thinking a tight home win would just getting back into that winning groove. But you never know. Wolves have got nothing to play for now. The shackles are off, so to speak. So who knows? But let's move on, because we may as well pack the passports and go to Europe on Thursday as we have the Europa League semi-finals. Juventus play to Sevilla. Now, Jamie, it's three to four for the home win in Is that something that you'd be putting on your midweek betting coupon?
1: I don't think it is. Um, I think Sevilla will will look to come and get something here. Obviously, they're a side who kind of have a knack for doing very well in this competition and just finding a way, knocking out Manchester United in the last round, which looked a really impressive feat, given that fan, you know, Manchester United certainly looked like the favourites to go on and win this competition. Um, they face a UV side who I think has gone a little bit under the radar, how they've been struggling recently. Um, they've lost three of the last six matches in the league. So a Juve side who come into this one, in poor form, um, I said Severe. Uh, I think they'll look to try and get something here, or we'll certainly, you know, stay in the tie. And they're at, they're um, at home in the second game, so I think they'll really fancy their chances of going through here. And um, I think they'll go to Turin looking to avoid defeat. And uh, I think that will leave them, it will certainly leave Juve disappointed. And, and, and I don't think Uve will come up on top here. I think uh, a draw is the way to go here for me.
0: Then again, Sam, Sevilla have certainly seen a reversal of fortune these past few weeks, and that's come from a change of manager. They were in the relegation zone. They're now approaching the top half of the table in terms of the finish. Now, mid-table kind of security, mid-table malaise means they can go full thrust in Europe now. They have a real affinity with the Europa League. Can they provide an upset odds of 4-1? to one? Do you know what I was going to say? Yeah, I definitely am. Uh, I think it's a good price. You've seen already.
2: This is Sevilla's competition in recent years. And they're the sort of team that can really frustrate the big guns as well. Obviously, we mentioned it there that Man United are probably the clear favourites, I think, for this one. And when, it get, when they get the opportunities, they're usually quite clinical in this competition. So, for me, I do think that 4-1
0: is probably where I would be siding with this one. OK, then let's stay in Italy as Roma welcome Bayer Leverkusen to the Stadio Olimpico. Now, Jamie, do you think Roma will have it all their own way at evens? Or can Shabby Alonso's men take something back to Germany? Because you can get 4-5 to five on the visitors, avoiding defeat on Thursday.
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be a really exciting game. I think Xavi Alonso's, um, you know, by Leverkusen's side have been really impressive this season. Obviously, since he took over, he's done a really great job there. So it does seem like it's quite tempting to to maybe back by Leverkusen here. Um, and then you, you kind of look at Roma's form recently. It's been really poor. Um, no winning four for them. Um, they've dropped out of the top four as well. Um, but I think Jose, you know, Jose and Roma know they need to get something here if they're going to stand a chance. Obviously, going to Germany for the second leg, so uh, I think they'll actually just come on top here, and as we know, Jose Mourinho in these knockout competitions, he knows kind of how to set up his teams to do well, and I think that will stand Roma in good stead. So uh, I'm going to go for a, I think I'm going to go for the uh, the home win and under 2.5 goals at three to one.
0: Okay, so it's the home win there for Jamie Sam. In terms of the result and goals, if I was to ask you for an outcome and over under combo, what have you got up your sleeve before Thursday? I'm looking at this one obviously. I'm, like, I'm really liking the look of how uh, Alonso's taken to
2: life Labor Leverkusen. Obviously, he's been linked with a few clubs now as well. the back of that. In fact, he's actually been linked with Jamie's team, Spurs, I've seen in recent weeks. Uh, I'm going to be taking a punt the overs in this one, actually. Uh, for me, we've got two strong attacking teams going head-to-head. And although Mourinho does have a reputation for a more defensive, tactical sort of masterclass, it doesn't quite fit the mould for me with this Roma side. I think he knows uh, as well that attack is probably the best form of defence with this team and the players at his disposal. Nine of Roma's last 12 home games in the Europa League produced at least three goals. Uh, So that tells you a little bit about what we can expect potentially on Thursday. Uh, As for Leverkusen, they've scored 11 goals in the last four away games in the Europa League as well. So for me, they will be looking to attack the Italians. Uh, I I think I'd probably side with the Roma win here with the home advantage as well.
0: So that's probably where I'd be leaning towards. OK, then before we move on any further, I want a correct score bet from you both. It doesn't matter where it is in the world. I just want that outcome spot on. So Sam, you're up first. What have you got for me?
2: So I'm going to be looking
0: at uh, the Emirates here. I'm I'm backing Arsenal to beat
2: Brighton three-one at twelve one. Brighton have you know, created a number of opportunities, and I think they might be able to get a goal here against Arsenal. But I also look at Arsenal's home form, particularly in the league this season. They're scoring goals for fun. Uh, I think three-one looks a good bet there
0: at twelve one. Yep, it certainly does. And Jamie, what correct score are you hoping for this weekend? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think, as, as I mentioned earlier, I think it's going to be another big defeat for Leicester here. Um, they face a Liverpool side who have scored lots of goals recently. Obviously, their last two have only been 1-0 wins. But apart from that, it's been, you know, obviously 6-1 versus Leeds. They've scored three versus Forest, four versus Spurs. So, I think against the Leicester side who have been really struggling and conceding lots of goals, I think they'll do the same again here. So, I'm going to go for a 4-1 Liverpool win at odds of 20-1. to
0: and of course, check out com for the best insight and betting tips ahead of this weekend. Right, let's mop up some more Premier League headlines now. And first up, it's Crystal Palace versus Bournemouth. A dead rubber, in all honesty, Jamie. Does this mean the draw odds of 13-5 to, 13 to five is the best foot forward in this one?
1: Um, Yeah, I'm going to go and back Palace here. Um, I think at home, they have been good under Roy Hodgson since he's taken charge. They're undefeated in three. They obviously came out on top against West Ham in, in that 4-3 a win a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I actually like the look of Palace here to come out on top. As I said, against Chelsea, Bournemouth looked a bit disappointing. Um, they had been on this really good run where they'd won four of six prior to that defeat. Um, but look, they were as I said, poor against Chelsea. Um, and they face a Palace side who have been good at Selhurst Park under Hodgson. So I'm going to back a Palace win here.
0: OK, then, Sam, you can currently get 5-2 to two on Dominic Solanke scoring any time at Selhurst Park. Is this a pick going your betting slip or have you got another player for me?
2: Yeah, I've actually got another player. It's going to be Philip Billing, uh, if I'm looking at Bournemouth here. He's got seven goals, so he's a top scorer this season. And I think he is not bad value at 5-1. to one. Uh, He is a threat to me. And I think there would be a few clubs actually looking at him, potentially, uh, in the summer as well. I mean, I think there's a good chance, obviously, that Bournemouth are really going to want to keep hold of him. But I do like the way that Billing plays. I think there is a few teams there that might think, actually, he'd be a really good squad addition. 5-1 uh, to one for me, any scorer. He's probably the guy
0: that I've been looking at yeah, I think you're absolutely right in terms of Philip Billing. I think if Bournemouth were to go down, obviously they won't now, Billing would be at the top of many shopping lists. Now that Bournemouth is staying up, there's a bit more of a case for Bournemouth to keep hold of him. But you could easily see him being a, a squad member for the likes of Newcastle, Aston Villa, maybe even Tottenham. He's added a real an extra element to his game since being back in the Premier League. I know he didn't really have that in the last Bournemouth stint, but getting forward, more box-to-box. He looks a real real talent. I think at 5-1, to one, that's a great price for the weekend. But let's go to the South Coast, the Southampton players to Fulham. Jamie, you've already backed the Fulham win in both halves. So you must have been basing this on Monday's win over Leicester. Mm. Admittedly, it was a two-goal margin, but that didn't tell the story, did it?
1: Yeah, look, Fulham, they're really impressive in in that game. Obviously, scoring five times, um, doing so without Mitrovic as well. So that was an impressive performance. Um, But it's kind of also Southampton's home form that kind of um, is really pushing me towards a Fulham win here. Um, They've been really poor at home this season. They've won just twice. Um, in 17 matches, they're on a the run of three straight defeats at St Mary's. Of course, their last home outing, saw them live to a 1-0 defeat against Bournemouth. So it's been a really poor run at home for them, Southampton, and, and very much a reason why they look to be going down. Um, and look for Fulham, they're still very much fighting for a top-half spot. Um, so they're going to want to win here and, and look to build on that 5-3 win. So, um, yeah, I think everything, as I said, kind of points towards a Fulham win um, because Southampton at home have just been really, really poor.
0: Or, Sam, is it a case of not being over until it's truly over? Could you be tempted in backing the Saints to come out on top and keep their hopes alive at odds of 9-5? to five?
2: Yeah, I don't see it, unfortunately, for Saints fans. Uh, they've only won twice at home this season, and they're against two of the poorest travelling teams in the league. Uh, it was 1-0 against Leicester and 2-1 against Chelsea. So, you could say they actually scraped their resource as well. So, unfortunately for Saints, I just don't see them getting the win here this weekend. I think Fulham will have too
0: much. They're definitely worthy of at least a draw but I actually think Fulham are going to win this one as well ok then Sunday sees Brentford play host to West Ham so Sam's given his insight into this game Jamie I'll get yours can the Bees take advantage of the Hammers continental exploits on Thursday does Evans for the home win interest you
1: do you know what? I'm going to go for Brentford here. Um, I can obviously, West Ham, they have picked up recently, but I just think that their involvement in the Conference League is, is what's going to see Brentford come out on top here. Um, I think that, you know, obviously this game's sandwiched in between those, those two semi-final ties, and I think it's going to be a case of where David Moyes is going to really ring the changes. Um, obviously, that win against Manchester United means that West Ham are almost safe, um, I think they need maybe just a point or so to to, to confirm their safety. So, you know, you'd think they're going to do that from their final three matches. Um, so I think they can rest players here and, and go strong in, that, in those Conference League games. Um, as well, Brentford, I think they've looked good recently. They were unfortunate to have lost to Liverpool. Um, but before that, they'd be Forest, Chelsea. They obviously got a draw at home to Aston Villa as well, aside of him flying at the moment. So, yeah, I, I'm going to go for a Brentford win here.
0: Okay, then, Sam, let's quickly touch on the Hammers and their semi-final clash in the Europa Conference League with AZ Alkmaar on Thursday. What is the best bet you can offer the listeners? So, for me, I quite fancy West Ham
2: to get the win here. And I also fancy both teams to score 13-5. I think West Ham have picked up a bit in recent weeks. And as we know of AZ in this competition, they are a good goal-scoring team themselves. I think home advantage is going to be crucial here with this one. I think West Ham will just get over the line, knowing that they need to really take something uh, to the Netherlands. So, I think West Ham to win and both teams score scored 30-5 is where the value's at. I think West Ham of 8-15 uh, to 15 is maybe a little bit short potentially for the win on its own, but I think you can really get a good odds boost there at 13-5 with both teams to score as well.
0: Yeah, I know you can't draw too many parallels with the start of the competition, but I do remember Dundee United beating AZ Alkmaar in one of the qualifying rounds. I think it was 1-0 and then they lost 7-0 in the return leg. So, I'm not saying West Ham are going to need that much of a buffer, but a home win to take to the Netherlands would be Quite the, quite the bonus for David Moyes' men. But let's focus on the EFL Championship playoffs before we wrap up. Jamie, Sunderland playoffs to Luton in the first leg. Can the Black Cats build on their 3-0 win over Preston on Monday? Or do you see this going a different way?
1: Yeah, look, obviously really excited to kind of watch these two ties. Um, you know, the final day of the season was you know a lot of drama in, in those race for the playoff spots. Um, but look, I think here... Sunderland, this is going to be a tricky one for them. Their home form recently has not been great. Uh, it's just one win in the in the last eight um, at home. Um, then of course you look at Luton. They're a side who head into this game undefeated in 14 matches. It was a strong end to the season for them. Um, so I do think Luton can come and get something here. But I think you know Sunderland fans they're going to be well up for this one. Going to get behind the team. Um, so I think it's going to be a case of where this one ends as a draw. Um, I do also like the look of both teams scoring here. So uh, combining those two. As I said, both teams are scoring a draw. Uh, you can get at 7-2. to two. Of course,
0: Sunderland are in the playoffs at the expense of Millwall. Millwall threw away not only a 3-1 lead on Monday, but also our odds on treble. Thanks for that, Millwall. But anyway, Sam, let's move on to you because you get Coventry versus Millsborough. They meet again for the second time in a week. It was a one all draw in the league on Monday, but Millsborough probably didn't need to give it full pelt. The scenario has changed much more for the weekend. How do you see Sunday's first leg panning out? So you just touched upon it there. Coventry are the ones
2: that are carrying the form coming into this game. And I think that maybe home advantage might just see them take a narrow lead to the Riverside. I don't think it's going to be a big lead, like I said. Uh, but we have seen that Bury have had a few issues on the road of late. So I've been going for 8-5 to Coventry win. But I also think there could be drama in the second time in this one. And maybe we might see some like fireworks and Middlesbrough actually take it uh, in, the, in the reverse picture and get themselves... Uh, into the final, so yeah I'll
0: be going for Coventry home winner 8-5 to five here but I do think there's going to be some drama in the second time it wouldn't be the playoffs without the drama though would it but hopefully there's no drama with our final bit of business it's the odds on threefold we all pick a leg each we combine it into an acker we try and go for bets over 1-2 to two, but less than evens and let's see if we can get another winner over the line so Sam you're up first this week what have you got for me so, yeah, my most confident one this weekend,
2: uh, especially in the Premier League, is going to be Arsenal to beat Brighton. Uh, I thought a few weeks ago this one could it could be a real 50-50, but I mentioned it earlier. I think Brighton look a little bit deflated, especially after that's cup defeat. But we've seen a few strange results from them, uh, in particular against Forest and Everton uh, in recent weeks. Arsenal really look up for it. Obviously, they need to get a win here to give themselves any chance of winning the league. Uh, And I think 8-11 is actually good odds. They've scored 21 goals in the last six home games. So,
0: for me, that suggests that the Emirates here, Arsenal look good for a win. Solid shout there. Jamie, what have you got up your sleeve?
1: Yeah, I'm going to look for a different title race and I'm going to go for the one in Spain um, and I'm going to back Barcelona to get the job done. To beat Espanyol at four to six, and uh, a win on a win on Sunday would confirm the title for Barcelona. Be their first league title since 2019, um, and of course they face a, an Espanyol side here who are close, kind of close to being relegated. They are still kind of um, safe at the moment, but they do need to get something here. Um, but I don't think they're going to do it against the Barcelona side who have been really strong. Um, Espanyol been on a really poor run recently. They've lost eight of their last ten matches, um, and I think they'll suffer another defeat here. And uh, Barcelona will confirm the title with uh, a win. At Espanyol at four to six.
0: Okay, then I'm off to Serie A as Spezia play host to AC Milan. The hosts start the weekend line in the relegation zone and have failed to win any of their last eight. The visitors are doing their best to finish in the top four and are unbeaten in each of their last seven league outings. Now, the San Siro outfit need a win to keep the pressure up on the crosstown rivals Inter, and when you consider the opposing form of the two teams involved in this game, I don't really understand why the away win is 17-20. to Then again, I don't need to understand it, I just need to take advantage of it, and that's exactly what I'm going to do as I back Milan to earn all three points at odds of 17-20. to Right, that brings us to full time. So I just need to do the admin before we wrap up. As mentioned before, if any of these bets take your fancy, make sure to visit the FreeBets website. And now I just need to thank my duo of top guests. Sam, thanks for joining me this afternoon. I hope you enjoyed that one. Not a problem, mate. Really good
2: uh, to be here with you guys. An absolute pleasure as always. And yeah, looking forward to listening back. And
0: hopefully uh, after the weekend, we can come back and find some, we've had some winners. Absolutely. And Jamie, thanks for your time and sharing your betting insights with me.
1: Yeah, thanks, Dan. And obviously, some really exciting football to kind of look forward to on the weekend. Uh, I'm looking forward to the spurs uh, Villa game. I think that's going to be a really interesting one to kind of see who comes out top there. Obviously, two teams pushing for European spots. Um, Of course, the championship playoffs. I think that's going to be really exciting to watch. Um, So that's going to be some of the football I'm watching. And uh, yeah, as I said, hopefully we can get some winners over the line this week
0: top man. Right, cheers mate and also to listeners out there and with that said, it just leaves me to say that my name's Dan Tracy, this is the Odds On Podcast and until next time goodbye.